Hey there, Internet, and we're back. Welcome to Camera Dads, episode number 13. Uh, it's been a while. We took some time off, but here we are again. And tonight we have, as usual, me, Mr. Phil, and on the other side of the Internet is my brother and co-host, Mr. Simon. Hey, How you doing, Simon? Hey, Phil. Hey, Internet. Doing great. And, you know, just as a kind of a caveat to what you may expect, you being the audience, me and Phil are dads. We got cameras, we got a podcast. It is highly inconsistent. So our last show, I think, boy, it was almost three months ago. We're uh, not. Yeah, we passed three months, which is kind of a long time. But Ouch. Yeah, we're, that's the big. You know, we're not going anywhere. The show will always continue, but we have found that sticking to a monthly, a regular monthly schedule is basically impossible for us. But hey, we're going to keep putting these shows out, and uh, we we always. Uh, we like having whatever audience would like to watch and listen. So thank you if that's you out there. We we really appreciate you being a listener and uh, or watcher if you're on YouTube. Yeah, thank you. We appreciate it. And we, we enjoy these shows. We have fun doing it. And like Simon said, we're going to keep doing these. So, so Phil, yeah, what, we got a, what I think is an interesting topic for tonight and um, something that I, I just had to deal with literally yesterday. Yeah, this is July 5th, so I was dealing with this question yesterday, and it's one that you and I have talked about many times, and we just decided to make a show out of it. So you want to tell people what we what we got here? You bet. So our show tonight is called Go Big or Go Home, and the idea is that uh, we kind of want to talk about how you may decide whether or not to bring your kind of your gear bag, bring your DSLR, bring your lenses bring the whole nine yards with you to whatever event or thing that you're going to, or just leave all that stuff at home and bring your cell phone, maybe bring a pocket camera. A lot of people have a, a pretty good pocket camera that they might bring instead, but man, we've gone, we've talked off and on a bunch about how there's a lot of gear involved. And once you kind of go down and start going down the rabbit hole of getting a DSLR, getting a lens. I'm getting another lens because that one's really <laughs> getting, cool. Yeah. Oh, man, this DSLR is so awesome. This lens is so awesome. But wouldn't it be even awesomer if I had that lens? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What did I send you a while back, a couple months ago? I was sitting at my son's football game, and uh, I usually bring – I have a, a 55 to 200 millimeter zoom lens for my Nikon. Yeah. And I was poking around on Amazon. No idea what I was looking for, but I uh, found some 300 millimeter uh, lens, and I was like, "Hmm, yeah, this could be good." <laughs> and, I, and there it goes. There, Phil. <laughs> you know, on that same vein, I I have this this camera bag that I got uh, for Christmas a couple of years ago, and it's a really nice. It's actually an Amazon Basics brand bag. Man, but, that Amazon Basic stuff—they are knocking it out of the park. They did, and almost it, as good as Kirkland's signature. I, man, if you you have you brought an Amazon Basics pop-up tent to our family vacation, I mean, they, if it's as Amazon Basics, it's probably going to be decent, and if not, really good. So, well, I didn't know that, you had an Amazon Basics bag. Thus ends our plug for Amazon Basics. Yeah. It, hey, if Amazon it. Basics wants to sponsor us, go right ahead. Yeah, send us some merch. We'll take it. So. So yeah, so I got this. Um, I've got this backpack-sized uh, bag, and inside it's it's really cushy. 
and it's got these Velcro uh, components that you can move back and forth and fit. You can reshape the inside of this bag to fit whatever you want. You can mm -hmm. fit your camera in one spot, and then maybe you've got a short lens, so you, you move this Velcro piece down over here to fit. And uh, I, I, I never use it. I've taken oh, it man. brought it to... We just actually, you and I and our, and our families just came back from our annual uh, sort of lake retreat. Did you have it there? In Kansas. I, yeah, I had the bag there. I didn't even um, notice. I used it to carry... Uh, I used it to carry my camera, a couple of lenses, phone chargers, laptop chargers, a laptop. <laughs> it was just another bag. So that's kind of like, that's kind of my um, worst case scenario yeah. as far as getting all the gear together to go and do something. Sure. You know, because uh, if you hit that point, for me, for me, if you hit that point, then it's just, it's so, it's cumbersome. But yeah, man, I I don't have a, you know, I, I, I hope people don't watch this show looking for answers. Um, I hope uh, I, I hope people watch and listen to the show for things to think about because I don't have an answer for this. Um, and I, I kind of go back and forth. And I feel like I've gone on this, this like, journey. I'm waving my hands. If you can't see, if you're listening, I'm kind of waving my hands up and down. Um, where I, for a while, I was like, going to the park must bring every lens. And now I'm on the other side of that where I'm like, going to the park, eh, bring my phone. It's all good. And it's, I, I don't know what the answer is as far as when to go big and bring everything or when to just keep it simple. But you know, it's interesting to, to find out like what you're saying, you brought the, the gear bag and everything to family vacation. And I, you know, I, I don't know what goes through your mind when I'm uh, thinking about the, these sorts of things. For me, it's always like, well, what if, you know what I mean? What if I need to get some, some telephoto shots? What if someone like for a family vacation, what if someone's uh, out on the, on the tube on the behind the boat, what if I want to get some macro shots? And then I keep going through these scenarios of like, what if this, what if this? And pretty soon I've got this, I'm lugging 20 pounds of gear on my back and I'm not having fun anymore. But yeah, then you're, you've become a, an unpaid hired photographer. Yeah, basically. And you're not enjoying it at all either. And that's that, <sighs> no. And I'm getting worried about it too. It's a family vacation and it's your kid mm -hmm. out there on the boat or doing mm -hmm. or they're swimming or whatever. And, yeah, and for me, there's like a, a worry element because the the more stuff I have in my backpack, the more I'm thinking about, well, okay, I, I can't go near the water because what if something gets sandy? Or I can't go here because what if I drop something? And so not only am I worried about all this gear, I'm also worried about uh, like the, the weight of it all and I'm not having fun. But, I mean, there's there's an upside to that because you can get some really cool pictures that you wouldn't get with a mobile phone. So it's not, I'm not trying to say there's no, there's never a time and place for that sort of thing. Uh, I just don't know what the answer is. And I just have these, my different experiences, like trying to figure this out over the years. Yeah, last year we, we did a show. Um, I don't know what the topic was, but it was about this time last year after this same trip to this this uh, lake in Kansas that our siblings <laughs> and our, our young kids all go to. 
Listeners, feel free to join us. We should do like a meetup. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do vacation. it. <laughs> um, last yeah. year, I think I was new with, I've talked about these before, these uh, close-up filters. Mm-hmm. And I was relatively new with those. And I brought them along uh, to do things like dragonfly pictures, um, macro photography. With yeah, the, yeah. With okay, I remember that. Flowers and such. Um, and there were also times where I would just, I remember talking about just having my phone and that being good enough. Well, I think this year I kind of honed it in a little bit more where there were times that, all right, so here's, here's a good example. Um, the place that we go is pretty low key. It's, there's like a dozen cabins on a lake and there's a, a road you can walk up to a really small like office and candy store and that's it. You don't do anything except sit on the beach and watch your kids swim. Which is awesome. I love it. That's what we want to do. Uh, so we all walked up to the, the kids call it the candy shop. And it was just, you know, I didn't, I didn't bring a camera with me other than my phone. And I didn't have to worry about how to position myself or what, um, what white balance to use or what aperture do I want to use. I just... You know, so um, I think I've got some pictures of our kids holding hands. Like we, we have a yeah, I think I remember that. I think they were one of your boys and was holding hands with her, and and I just kind of got down to the ground with my phone. I'm like, click, 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 and you know, that's great. I, I, it's there's that spontaneity to having your phone as the camera, and you can get the picture without having to do all that planning and without having to have the regret of why didn't I bring my 50, my 55 millimeter prime lens because I was going to get shots of the kids holding hands yeah. on that log over there. Yeah. And, and you know you what know when that's going to happen and your cell phone, it's going to get good photos. Yeah. And, and I, that, that you, you mentioned like uh, the word regret and, that used to to plague me when I was uh, starting out with with more serious digital photography, because I, earlier I mentioned like what if, um, what if this happens? What if this happens? And then I used to kind of get this feeling of regret. Oh man, I missed the perfect shot because I didn't have my I didn't have that full frame camera, or I didn't have my like a super wide lens or whatever it might be. And I used to kind of have this feeling of regret that look at all the, the pictures I missed out on because I didn't have the right gear with me. And yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. And then you end up thinking so much about what you missed out on and then not realizing that, Oh, I could have just mentally stepped back and just had a good time. Yeah. And, and I know we've been talking about our, our vacation, but for me, a big part of this is just your daily life. And when do I bring my my camera versus my phone? And so we had um, our nieces were visiting last week, and there was a lot of instances where I went through like just we're going to the splash pad, um, we're going to the pizza place, we're going we're just sitting here at home, and the kids are playing around. Do I go and and get my my Nikon, or do I just reach my cell phone? And 
you know, there were times when I did both. Well, actually, no, there was no time at which I reached for my Nikon, but it was uh, my Fuji. So I, I have that magical X100F that we talked about. Um, do I reach for the Fuji or do I reach my phone? Um, and both of those have a, a wider field of view. The phone is about a 28 millimeter equivalent. Fuji is about a 35 millimeter equivalent. What if people are playing over there, wherever there might be, and I can't get close? Then what do I do? What if I, now, now I'm starting to have that feeling of regret. Oh man, I should have brought the XYZ camera with the XYZ lens, you know? And, and I, like I mentioned earlier, I don't have an answer for this, but I've really tried to let go of a lot of that. And it sounds like a silly, like a psychology thing or, or psychiatry thing. I don't even know. But give, give myself, boy, this, sounds, this is about to sound really stupid. I've tried to give myself permission to not take the, the perfect photo every time. Yeah. Like what you were yeah. saying with the kids on the holding hands. Yeah, you could have gotten like a, a like a hundred and five millimeter f one point four lens and got like the most beautiful photo of the kids holding hands, but you use your cell phone, and you got a picture and you had a great time, and that's okay. Man, that that's that's more than okay because either way you're gonna you're gonna flip through that picture, that photo album a year from now and be like, oh look look at how much bigger they are. Oh, and now they hate each other, but. Oh look, they were holding hands last year. Isn't that cute? And it's, you know, that on this kind of situation, we're talking about a family vacation. I know we we just had this, so it's it's on the brain. But mm -hmm. I I tend to I think I learn a lot about photography and what I don't, I don't want to say what to do and what not to do, but what works for me and, and what doesn't work for me. I learn a little bit more every time we have a, a gathering like this. I do too. I, I really do. Um, one thing that I started this this year, and I don't even know really why, um, is selfies. And some people think selfies are stupid, but and I'm, and I'm like, man, eh, selfie, who cares? Why, well, whatever. But that's something you can't do with uh, any kind of a Fuji, a Nikon, a DSLR, a pocket yeah, cam, yeah. anything. You can't so, take a selfie like that. <laughs> we. We have this paddle boat that we bring to the lake. And there was a couple of times where I was out with uh, like four kids and I was pedaling the paddle boat. And I'm like, dude, I have a, I have a phone. And so I'm like, I'm like, hey, kids, paddle boat selfie. And I hold it up like this and we're all making, you know, trying to squeeze in there. Mm -hmm. And I'm just screaming, paddle boat selfie, paddle boat selfie. And everybody's laughing and having a good time. And you can go back, you can, some, you might get a good one. You can put a couple together in a collage and have like four pictures of, you know, kids making goofy faces in a paddle boat. Yeah, man. And you're not going to get that kind of picture any other way. You're yeah. not going to have your, your, uh, your GoPro on your drone flying out in front of you, remote controlled by some guy on the beach to get fantastic photos of you. People don't do that. And, and that's. The thing that I like, and that's okay. And not only it's like you said, not only is that okay, but that's that's great, because by not bringing the the big the the big DSLR or or even like a pocket camera, 
you're able to get a selfie, which you can't get with a lot of uh, bigger cameras. And you're also, your, your phone's waterproof. And so if you drop it in the bottom of the boat, no big deal. And so exactly, it, yeah. like it's this trade-off where you, you've learned to let go of some of the perfections of, uh, or the, the perfect elements of, of, uh, that would be afforded by having the, the big camera and embrace sort of the limitations of a much smaller camera. And in the end, you've got, um, you've, you've got an image that captures a memory and has meaning to you. And to me, that's more important than the perfect composition, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, I've learned... Okay, so a DSLR can take really good photos so long as the person behind the camera is taking into account everything they need to take into account. Mm -hmm. Get that really, really good shot. And there's a lot of times where you're just, you just want to take a photo. It doesn't matter if the bokeh is just right um, or if the the the, uh, the field of view, field of view is, is you know too shallow or whatever you just want to take a picture of something mm -hmm. and I think that's why I mean why have the technology in, in cell phone cameras used to be absolute garbage and in the last 10 years <laughs> they've yes. come to the point where they match and, and can do things that pocket cams and some DSLRs can't do yeah, you know, you know why? Why has that happened? Why are billions and billions of cell phones out there with four cameras in them? Two in the front for good <laughs> selfies, and two in the back, so you can get those bokehlicious portrait shots. I mean, because the camera. Okay, this is one of those cliche things. The camera that you have with you is the best camera. Yeah, and you that's leave the DSLR at the cabin. And you got your phone. Well, the best camera you can have right then is that camera that's in your pocket, which is your phone. And that's one of the reasons I think why why that technology has just just exploded over the last one, seven eight years. I, I so people often ask me, I, and I mean this, um, they friends and family and coworkers will will just ask me, I'm looking for a camera. What camera should I get? And for me it all starts with the question of what are you looking for? What, what, are, what photos do you want to get that you can't get right now? And usually right now is some sort of cell phone camera. And there's, there's this, this perception for one that cell phone cameras aren't capable, which they certainly are even like I have an iPhone SE. So the tech in that camera is about four years old and it's, fine i i don't have any problem with it if i know the the capabilities of the camera if i know the limitations of the camera and kind of work to if i play to the strengths of what that camera can do then i don't really have a problem with that but there's a lot of pictures that i i know that cell phone camera can't do so i start to look at specifics i i need to get pictures of kids far away playing soccer or i i need to get um, really close-up pictures of flowers, or I need to get a nighttime sky, things like that. And once I've identified the needs, or once I've I've helped the my 
the people who ask me about this, identify their needs, then we can start looking at here's, here's a solution for you. Here's a camera that might work for you. But the thing is you don't need that camera in every instance. And often if, if the issue is go big or I don't even know how we, I guess we titled it go big or go home. It, that, um, go big or go phone. Sure. Go big or go phone. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That let's use that title instead. Go big or go phone. Um, if if that's the question, do I bring my backpack full of gear or do I bring my phone? To me, the the answer lies, possibly, since I don't have an answer. But arriving at the answer involves figuring out what do you need. And if if you're looking to get to make sure you have all your bases covered for every photographic scenario, then I think it goes back to what you were talking about, Phil, where a year from now, two years from now, is it really going to matter if you have the perfect photo? Or is it going to, is it, is the memory going to be more important? And you know what I mean? Yeah. You hit on something so perfect that I wanted to to get to. Um, And it really has to do with what, what's, what is the intent? Um, And it's not even about the photo, I guess. Um, It's more about, like, what what really is the purpose of taking the picture? And this isn't something you can sit down and just decide, oh, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Man, we've been at this for 15, almost 20 years. Yeah. (laughs) I bought my first uh, digital camera in, like, 1999, 98, I think. Yep, I remember that thing. No, so it takes a long time to figure this out. And as we're talking, I'm starting to think there are a couple of scenarios where I'm really starting to hone in on what I'm going to use my DSLR for. There are two things that are really starting to to become known to me. And I wouldn't have known this when I went and bought my Nikon a couple of years ago. Because it just, you, you figure it out over time. One is macro photography of things like insects um, and flowers and that kind of thing. That's something that I would consider investing money in, uh, you know, in, a, in an actual macro lens mm-hmm. or something like that. Uh, a tripod, just some extra gear. And the point of those photos for me would be to print them maybe sell them, maybe put it on something like Shutterstock and, uh, or I'm sure there's tons of other websites out there where you can sell photos, sure, but sure. To, I'm not, I don't take a picture of a dragonfly super up close so I can remember the day at the beach. <laughs> I don't No, not at all. Not at all. Yeah. The other scenario is, um, sports and you and I didn't grow up doing any kind of sports. So nah, this is one so of those things that the, never, the never sports could have predicted. No, um, but my son plays like four different kinds of sports ball. So I'm learning more and more that I, how can I get the kind of pictures that I really want of him? Um, they, they serve two purposes. They serve the memory and the, the action. Mm-hmm. And so I have started to figure out, you know, I, I've, I've learned right up front that I can't get the kind of pictures that I want with a cell phone. So there are different scenarios. I'll put myself in a situation 
I'll get out when like uh, take t-ball or baseball for example I'll go out on the field stay back by the fence but I'll be out on the field so between um, between home plate and first base that's where almost all the action is going to take place kid hits the ball and they're going to come running straight towards you and man the last game I was at that I was able to do this I got some awesome shots of my son and I was kind of the unofficial team photographer for a lot of other Ooh, parents too. Way to go. So I sat out there um, against the fence in the field. What gear for did like you have? A, I had my iPhone 3G with an Olo clip. Um, no, no. I don't believe you. Good. <laughs> I had my Nikon D3200 with my 55 to 200 millimeter lens. Sounds good. And Gosh, I forget what kind of focus mode I had it in. Single serve continuous, single servo continuous. Okay. So, so, so if I, um, it'll stay focused on whatever's in the middle. So, and it's going to continue focusing. If, if that kid moves around, it's going to continue focusing until you click the shutter. Right. Okay. So not the, not the one where you push it halfway and it focuses on them. And then they move, and they're suddenly out of focus. Okay. As long as I keep them in the middle, they'll be in focus. So anyway, okay. I got these really cool shots of um, kids running towards first base, but they're almost running directly towards me. That's cool. I, I'm, I'm like they're, picturing their arms these. are like flailing, yeah. and their faces are just ridiculous. Man, there's one kid. Um, that my favorite picture of this whole game was the son of a friend of ours and his face is just ah <laughs> teeth are hanging out and it's so goofy looking but it's just perfect it just captures that he is running to that base and he's going to get there no matter what that's funny that's good and well and what what you're describing here the the question of go big or go phone since i like your title here um you know there's there's a couple different elements to what you're saying one is that you don't have to be the one taking the picture. And if, if, uh, if there's a scenario like what you're talking about where your kid is at, a, at an event or uh, doing something and there's someone else taking pictures, then ask that person to take a picture of your kid. You don't have to always be the one snapping the shutter. And it doesn't make it any less valuable or important simply because you didn't take the picture. Like, your your daughter was in a dance recital um, a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And I got permission to take photos at the dance recital. And did it matter to you that... Uh, like, I would assume, ideally, you would want to be the one taking pictures, but then you, well, wouldn't, you well, wouldn't be able to actually see your daughter. That's the thing. I wouldn't be able to watch her. And when you are the designated photographer at something, you lose a huge chunk of being able to be in the audience. Yeah, you really do. Um, you know, we talked about this uh, around Christmas time, I think probably a year ago, about how the camera dad is the one who's not in any of the shots at Christmas time. Mm-hmm because he's the one taking all the pictures. And you had this approach where you took an old uh, uh, an old pocket camera or something and just set it on a table in the corner and said, take a picture every 30 seconds until your battery's dead. Yes, exactly. 
and then you highly just, recommend you can just go out there and be and be in there they, i don't care if i take the photo or not in some of those cases if it's if it's the dragonflies yeah i care because that's a it's a passion it's like i want to put my effort into getting that photo and i want to be proud that i was that i took it that it turned out how i wanted that's got some you know some self-effort and some pride in it yeah and, and you right. can see you pull up that photo a year later and you remember and you think okay that was i had to get up at 6 a.m i had to get like crawl on my hands and knees and and get in fact i've got a shot of some flowers that um yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna pull this picture up because it's the closest i have to uh what you're describing with the dragonfly i've got a picture of some flowers and it's exactly that i um i can i can look at this this picture and i'll i can tell you exactly what what i had to do to get this can you can you show my screen um, can i can i have that ability or not somehow. I, oh, I don't know i should i a license for this man and here i shouldn't have tried to do this on the fly okay screen share there's a little green button hit screen share okay application or window there we're no ordinary camera dads okay do you see this picture yeah oh yeah okay so hold on I had to mute myself or something because it keeps showing me. Maybe try it. Yeah, is that working? Well, I don't. I don't see myself anymore. I only see this. Okay, so but. this picture should be on the video feed. So, this picture of a of a moth. Ah, oh, it got nice and quiet. My AC shut off. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this picture of a moth or a, a it's a butterfly. I think it's sitting on a red flower. I had to go to kind of a lot of effort to get this picture. And yeah, that's, that's really good. Thank you. Um, and I can explain the settings I used, the, the, the location I used. And I could just go to Google and type in moth on flower and get a picture. And it wouldn't mean anything to me. This photo means something to me because I went to the trouble of taking it. Mm -hmm. And we can stop the screen sharing now. I, I uh, um, for what you're describing, hmm. For what I'm describing, yeah. Although, now, do you see me there. in the video? No, I think we're back. Okay. I see myself now. But. Okay. We all right. Okay, we're back. Um, so to um, it still says I'm presenting to everyone. There you go. <laughs> okay. Got it. All right, um, good. So, go ahead. so, um, what what you're saying about your 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 son or your daughter at the at the 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 dance recital? It's I'm guessing what what you're saying is it's more about if if someone takes a picture at the dance recital or if someone takes a picture at the baseball game a t-ball game, then you can you have that that moment captured of of your kid running down to to first base and all that, but it doesn't mean the same thing it, it doesn't matter to you as much if you were the one who actually took it not really and I, another good example of that is am i can you see me now i can see you but not your screen i can see you no okay anyway um uh my wife coaches our our daughter's t-ball team okay and we talked to some of the parents and said hey we're gonna 
we're going to take team photos or individual photos um, on this day. And she's like, my husband's kind of a photographer. And if it's yes. okay with you, we'll just take photos of each of the girls out on the field. And so I got out there a little bit early. Um, I had my daughter stand in a couple of places, try to figure out what, how to, um, what kind of background I wanted. And then as more and more girls showed up, um, she just said, okay, over here, you're going to take a picture. I had this, this little stick on the ground that I figured out where to play. I said, all right, <laughs> don't put your toe on that stick. Nice job, and Phil. I was like, all right, tell, what do you like about baseball? What's your favorite thing? Blah, blah, blah. And, uh, I didn't know what I was doing, but I was like, I like taking pictures and these parents are going to be very, I hope glad that, that someone did this. And sure enough, they were. You know, I had feedback for this. Said, Man, those were really good. Thank you for taking those pictures. Well done, Phil. Good job. That's, I feel like and, we're getting a little sidetracked because we're, now we're talking. Well, but we're the, not but, so much on, on, on the, the kind of camera anymore. But, but the there's point another is, bit there, too, is what there's some effort, you know. And, uh, but in, in what you're saying, like if I'm that parent who now has a picture of my kid, I, I don't have to bring my big old camera if I know you're going to be there with yours. And do I bring, like, maybe I go to that game with my cell phone and don't bring any of my big gear simply because I know someone else is taking care of it for me. That's a good and, point. And, and if, you've got, if you've got a friend who's got a camera and who will do that, uh, which in, in this case, I'm the guy that'll do that, then I, I just like to take the photos. Yeah. And then and then share them with people. That's what I like to do. And I've noticed at a lot of these uh, these different games, whether it's soccer or football or uh, baseball, I don't see really many other people like me with a with a not a I'll say a good camera, just a DSLR. You know, a big camera. Sure. Sure. Um, I see dozens and dozens of people taking pictures with their cell phones, and I, I expected, I guess, to see more people like me really interested in just taking the photos and taking the photos. But I think more, more of those parents are there um, for the, the watching of it. Yeah, and maybe... And they'll and, take pictures with their cell phone. They'll get a couple of pictures of the kids um, you know, doing high fives after the game, um, that kind of thing. And that's, that's totally fine. That's exactly what they want. Yeah, and and they don't need to have a, a pixel perfect, bokehlicious picture of their kids scoring the winning goal. Maybe they just want to remember the experience, and that's that's. If I go back to that question of what what are your needs, in terms of finding out the camera that you want, or in this case, the camera you want to bring with you, maybe all you need is a cell phone to to capture the memory of it. You don't need that super high res perfect mag is like sports illustrated cover photo of your kid scoring a goal you just want to flip back through the photos and remember oh yeah that's a, that's a time when little timmy played that on the soccer game and wasn't that yeah. a lot of fun yeah, well, and, and to recap a little bit from earlier if you want that picture perfect shot of your kid scoring a goal well then you're going to spend 90 percent of that game sitting in the corner waiting for that moment to happen, fiddling with your buttons on your camera. Mm -hmm. And it's, it might happen. It's probably not going to happen. And then you're not going to be able to say, 
oh man, you did such a great job when you were playing down there and you did that, did that move yeah. and because you're sitting there just waiting for this one thing to happen. Well, I tell you, not, I, I, I don't want to say that this is bad because it's not, mm -hmm. you know, um, man, if your kids have been playing sports for a couple of years and you want to take one game to be like, all right, I'm going to, my, my goal at this game is to get a shot like this. Go for it. That's fine. But if you just want to sit there and watch him play and, you know, maybe get a picture of, of him scoring a goal or him doing this and you don't care about all that fancy schmancy stuff, mm -hmm. then yeah, yeah. It's, it goes back to what's your intent? What's your goal? And if there's someone else there, like I'm guessing you're you're on the sidelines at a soccer game. If another parent tapped you on the shoulder and was like, hey, can you get a couple photos of number 22? Oh, man, I'm, I'm guessing yeah. you would have said, sure, I'll do my best. And mm -hmm. they're not paying you. So if you didn't get anything, that's fine. But if you did, that's even better. And that's the, like, I, I remember back when um, before digital cameras were around and we would be on, on our big old family vacation at Nokasippi in Brainerd, Minnesota. And we would line everyone up for a photo and Uncle Frank would take a photo of all the cousins or whatnot. Oh, man, and, yeah. the, and, and other, like, then our dad would come along and, and you'd have this, like, three or four different uncles and aunts taking photos because it was really difficult to share the picture. You had to get the negative from Uncle Frank and print with yourself, or you had to get Uncle Frank to actually uh, print a couple and hand out. And, or you'd have, like, a half a dozen cameras set up on tripods out there. Yeah, yeah, one yeah. Guy, one guy, Uncle Frank, whatever, go around and, and and click them all. And and for a while, and maybe it's still like this, when everyone had a pocket camera before cell phones were around, everyone had a pocket camera. You uh, you you would have thought the problem would be solved because you don't need to worry about sharing the photo. You can just have one parent take the photo and email it to everyone back in the day. But that didn't happen. You still had everyone wanted to get their own picture. And then it was even, it's even worse because now the kids don't know where to look. Do they look at Uncle Frank? Do they look at Dad? Do they look at Uncle Paul or Donna? Or who, who do they look at? So you get these, this group photo where people are looking all different ways because everyone taking a photo wants to have their own picture. And yeah, and I think, I, think I, I would say that those people ultimately wouldn't care whether they got the photo that they took yes. or the photo that was taken exactly. by the camera that was in the right spot. I, I remember they're not going to care. And, and I, I wouldn't care. Um, and I've had to learn that over the years of, I don't need to be the one clicking the shutter. If I know you're going to be there, Phil, maybe I'll just put my camera away and enjoy the vacation. In fact, there were times on our family vacation um, a couple weeks ago when I, didn't have any camera with me because I knew you were there and because I knew our brother Andy was there. And I remember a couple of times flagging one of you down and be like, Hey, can you get a picture of so-and-so doing the thing? And you did. And I got it from you and, and it's great. And I didn't, that's one of the things I've, I've really had to learn to let go of is I, 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 the photo can be just as important to me, even if I didn't take it. And that's helped me come to a, a, a better place personally of do i bring everything or not and if if there's if there's a, a way i can accomplish my goal so i want to have at the end of the day i want a memory of 
the vacation. I want a memory of us going to the, the park or whatever. If there's a way I can accomplish that without me taking it, that's okay. I'm not any less of a person or less of a photographer. I got a picture and that's fine. Yeah. Now that like, it's the end result that matters in this case. Yeah. And I think that's, I think that's just really on point is I think you nailed it when you said, what's your intention? What are you hoping to get with just the, the simple act of, of taking photos of whatever it is you're taking photos of? Mm -hmm. Are you doing it to, is it because it's a passion of yours? Mm -hmm. Or are you, are you doing it to get memories? You know, um, Man, you're, there's certainly no right or wrong answer. There's no yes or no. You need to bring this camera. Don't bring that camera. Yeah, and I... I if, I, if I could give a piece of advice on this whole thing... Please do. It would be... If you're worried about memories... And I've been down this road. And I've, you know, I've lost memories because of it. Don't worry so much about trying to get the right photo and just try to enjoy whatever is going on. Get a couple pictures with your phone if you have it. Otherwise, don't be so concerned with it because you're going to spend your, it's like that picture of your kid getting the goal that you really, really want to get. And I've done that before. I've put so much effort into trying to get one or two particular photos that I, I lose the whole game. Yeah, and I, I That's know no fun when I was you miss watching the actual football game. You you don't see any of it. I tell you what, when I was taking photos of the dance recital, um, which my kids were not in, so I didn't mind. Um, I have no idea what your daughter did for the dance. Mm -hmm. I've got pictures of her, but I didn't see the dance because I was I was so. Worried, and I mean worried, because this is like a once every two years event. I really wanted to get some good pictures of your daughter, um, and and a couple of the other nieces in this event. That I couldn't tell you at all what they actually, what song they danced to, or like I didn't get to watch them. I was so worried about getting the perfect picture, and I I had someone said something. Um, this is like one of those quotes that you see in a poster. It says, don't let, um, don't let a good plan be the enemy of a perfect plan. Or maybe it's backwards. Oh, yeah. Don't, don't let a perfect plan be the enemy of a good plan. Basically, if, if what you've got is good enough, then it's okay. You don't need to get the 70 to 200 2.8 lens or the 300 F4 lens or the 16 millimeter ultra wide lens. If you can get if you're wondering, do I take my camera or do I take my phone? Um, don't don't worry so much about that question. Take what you're comfortable with, but know that it's the experience that matters, not the pixel perfect image. And if you no. want that pixel perfect image, then f see if there's someone else who can get it for you who has the gear and the experience, or adjust your expectations somehow, or bite the bullet and get the gear you need and then specifically bring it when you need to. So, yeah, well said. So, well said. um, and I want to, uh, one other thought I wanted to mention, uh, cause we're, we got to shut this down is, um, cropping is, is underrated. 
Oh well, man, I most, love cupping. Yeah, and one of the things I always do is go back, and the first thing I do is just, I look at a photo, and I can see. All right, I want, I want it to look like that, or I want to. Yeah. Man, I sorry, I kind of took over your thread there, but well, I just that's okay. It was something that I did. I there's pictures of of the vacation where some kids on the paddle boat or something are out swimming, and I crop them way down like this, so mm. they're super wide, almost. They're like panoramas, only I didn't take a panorama. <laughs> because now I have this really cool shot of a lot of beach line uh, and the sun is just setting, you know, and then, but the original picture, the bottom half was water and the top half was sky. And I just, yes. you can do a lot with cropping. I'm sorry I took well, over your thing. Where, where I was <laughs> going to go with that. So everybody knows by now my Fuji X100F, it's my ideal camera for 99% of my photography. And that camera's got a 24 megapixel sensor, which is pretty common on most DSLRs and most phones that have 12 megapixel cameras. So, and it, but that camera can't zoom. And I've learned that you can crop the dickens out of a photo and still get a great photo. It's not the same as zooming as in changing your focal length. But if there, if, if there's a, if one of my kids is over there on the other side of the yard or playing with their friends, I don't need to rush back and get my zoom lens. I can just pull up my cell phone camera, take a picture and just crop it like crazy. And chances are if my phone is 12 megapixels or if I got the Fuji, which is 24, chances are the end result is going to be fine. And I might not print it and put it as like an eight by 10, but even if I do, it's still probably going to be fine. So cropping, um, if you're worried about zooming, you don't have that zoom lens, you know what? Just crop that photo. It'll be fine. Try to crop and see what you get. It'll be fine. you may be pretty happy with it. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. So Phil, how'd we do? Good, good. I think we should put a bow on this thing and <laughs> and go to bed because our, our kids are going to be up that. yet again and Yep. We'll, it, we'll see each other in another three or four months. Yep. Hopefully much sooner than that this time. Yeah. Because this has been fun. I like being back in here and, and, and uh, doing the show again. So I do. Thanks for taking the time to do this. Uh, I really like this. And hopefully we'll be back uh, sooner rather than later this time. And, and listeners, viewers, uh, we appreciate any comments you have, questions, thoughts. Even if you have suggestions, like things that you've been wondering about that you want us to talk about. Not that we're experts, but, well, this is what we do in our spare time. So... Thanks, everybody. And, and uh, uh, real, real quick, just if you want to share the show or anything, uh, the easiest point of reference for the whole deal is just cameradads.com. Uh, we have a Twitter account with the same name, which is very inactive, but I might try to revive that. Um, <laughs> That's all you. I think we got Facebook.com slash cameradads and YouTube cameradads or something, but just, just go to cameradads.com. And subscribe to us on YouTube because if we get 100 subscribers, then we can get youtube.com slash cameradads. Yes, that would help us out. All right. See you, Phil. Okay. All right. Good night, Sam. Good night.